welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves. So today I have pretty much a full show. A lot of shit went down this week. When I tell y'all, so I'm recording this, and it's going to go live on Monday like it always does, but I won't be here. I'll be on vacation. You have no idea how excited I was today to get off work, put my out-of-office on, and just completely shut all my shit down. And I'm officially on vacation. So I wanted to get this out to you guys today. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. So let's just jump into some black excellence. So this week we celebrated uh, Jay-Z's 50th birthday. Uh, he's one of my favorite rappers. And to me, he's the, to me, the greatest rap CD of all time was The Blueprint. So I want to salute Hove on my black excellence for this week. All right. So I actually have a lot of news this week. A lot of shit went down. I'm not sure if you guys um, are keeping up with this Gabrielle Union stuff. It's actually kind of somewhat confusing. There's a lot of shit going on. I'm still waiting for more stuff to kind of come out or maybe some kind of resolve with this. But um, right now it's still, you know, I guess meetings going on in regards to it. But basically she was fired from America's Got Talent. Uh, Apparently she spoke out against the toxic work environment and it involved um, some racist, insensitive comments. Um, other reports talked about how Simon Cowell, he smoked in the building. And so they all had to, like, they basically was all in a space together. And so they all had to basically en- endure the smoke. And at times, I believe, you know, she was either brought her baby or had her baby or wanted to bring her baby or whatever the case. And, um, and so she spoke about concerns in regards to that. And I mean, at the end of the day, um, I think everywhere it's against the law now to smoke inside of a building. So, and I think he smoked cigars at that. So out of that, I think that's crazy. Um, I was reading something and it also said how NBC stated that it's normal for them to change out their host and that I guess trying to say that she's technically not fired, even though she did get fired and that they had continuity issues due to her hair always changing like hairstyles. So it made filming difficult with her. And I think they're probably going back on what they're saying now, but I think that's just the craziest shit in the world because, um, that in itself to me is kind of like a race issue because I mean, obviously, you know, you have some, um, you know, black people, we change our hair. And so, you know, just figure it out, you know? So I hope all that gets resolved. It seems like a really messy, sticky situation, um, over there. And, um, if they do have a toxic work environment, then, you know, obviously these reports and stuff is coming out. Cause I think she wasn't the only one that said something. So, you know, good luck, Abby. Um, so also this week, Jill Scott announced she's going on tour to celebrate the 20th anniversary of her debut CD, who is Jill Scott words and sounds volume one. This is actually my favorite CD of Jill Scott's. I'm a big Jill Scott fan. So I'm actually really hyped for this announcement. Um, I've seen her now, I think seven or eight times. I pretty much, when I see her going on tour, even if she do the same damn show over and over and over, I will fucking travel to go see her. So I plan to do that again for this. The tickets went on sale December 6th and the tour is going to start February 7th. So if you've never seen Jill Scott in concert, I definitely suggest, especially if you're an R&B fan, she gives you instrumentation. She gives you a real show and it's amazing. She's amazing. I love her. Really excited about that. So this next topic, I literally thought, honestly, I thought it was some fake internet shit when I saw it. So I had to go out and fact check and I had to Google and because I could not believe what I was reading when I when I saw it. and I saw it on social media first. So I don't always believe everything on social media. So I wanted to really go and actually get a reputable source for this. 
So George Zimmerman, who fatally shot Trayvon Martin, is suing the Martin's family, the family attorney, Benjamin Crump, and Crump's book publisher, and prosecutors who tried his case for $100 million. He's basically saying that they use fake witnesses and due to all of his, all of this, he's received, he receives daily death threats and can't find work and all this other shit. And I just think this was just the most, one, George Zimmerman's crazy as fuck. He should have gone to jail for killing Trayvon Martin. Um, I think that this is the most insensitive, horrific shit I've ever seen. You know, my prayers go out to the Martin family. I just think it's crazy. I'm like, you know, you killed their son for no reason. And, you know, they're still trying to move forward. You know what I'm saying? And just let it go, brother. Like, it's just crazy. I thought that was the most disgusting thing I think I've seen in general, um, probably in a while. So I could not believe when I, when I saw that, I thought it was incredulous. All right. So another, uh, topic I had, um, this week in NFL news. Now listen to this story. Yo. This, now this was another one that I was like, okay, here we, here we are. Here we are. The 49ers announced that they suspended their team broadcaster, Tim Ryan. So the 49ers recently played against the Baltimore Ravens. I think they played last Sunday and as you know, the Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, is having an MVP season. He's in his second year. I mean, this, if you ever, like, watch him play, you can't help be a fan. Like, I'm not even a Baltimore Ravens fan, but I literally have watched majority of their games this season because, I mean, the stuff that he's doing out there is just some shit you never seen. It's like, you know, um, it's crazy. And so, basically, the broadcaster makes the comments. He makes this comment live during the game. And I don't understand like how he didn't understand how he didn't think him making these comments was not going to come off um, sounding just wackadoodle. So he basically said, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase because his, he went into some other stuff. So I'm going to give you the whole gist of what he said. He basically said that considering Lamar Jackson has dark skin with a dark football and dark uniform, it's hard to see. So it gives him an advantage. And, you know, he issued an apology, but why make a statement like that? First of all, you know, Lamar Jackson does have dark skin, but his skin in the football is not the same color and his jersey is black and his skin color is not as black as his jersey. So that was just the most tone deaf comment. And I like everybody's like, well, I guess I was, he, they were trying to, I guess, say they understood what he was trying to say but I still don't understand what he was trying to say because I thought it was dumb as fuck. So he's been suspended. His morning show sports show has been suspended. And, um, I don't know. He issued an apology, but I thought the comment was just stupid. So my last topic was they announced this week that little Wayne is launching his own cannabis brand and it's called, and I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. So I'm going to spell it is G K U A. And, uh, I don't even know if that stands for something or what, but this is actually not surprising. Um, I'm sure whatever Lil Wayne comes out with is probably going to be some good shit because I mean, we've the whole time I've known Lil Wayne, he's been high. So, you know, more power to you, but that was pretty much it for the topics this week. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of stuff going on this week though, but let's just move into the thought of the week. So, with it being cold outside right now, I figure we should address the fact that it's cuffing season. And if your relationship makes it past the cuffing season period, because sometimes, you know, there are moments that after 
the winter paths, you might want to keep them because you like them and bring them over into the spring and the summer. And then now you have a relationship. So I figured today my topic would be just on relationships and what I think personally uh, you should look out for when diving into these new relationships. So I think that when you find somebody that you enjoy, that's always a good thing. And, and having a good relationship is always a good thing. But I also think that as you are becoming adults and most of you guys that listen to my podcast probably are adults, hopefully, cause I cuss like a sailor, um, that, you know, you take some things in consideration when going into relationships. Um, these are all the things that I think that are important. These are things that's important to me. So I want to kind of go over it and these are not in any order. This is just how I wrote them down. So my first one is love languages. I talked about love languages. Um, couple episodes ago I'm not sure which one it was but um, I think in any relationship it's important to go over love languages I think it's important to know exactly what your person may or may not like Um, when I was young I would make the mistake of I never took love languages in consideration when I was young and so when you're dating you know I, I feel like honestly I think I dated everybody pretty much the same and you can't do that because everybody is a different person and everybody love differently and everybody receive love differently. And so I think it's important from the beginning to kind of know like what your partner like, what they don't like, and some things that, and, and, and the way they want to be loved. I think when you have the basis of how a person wants to be loved, and as long as you're not like selfish and you just still try to do your own thing, I think it's easier to process how to love them properly. And, um, I, I think that's the case. Um, so that's my first point is love languages and you can do the love language test online and it's something as simple as just sitting down and just going over what the love languages are. And then I always, uh, suggest to everybody to do, um, the love languages test always. Um, so the second one I have is trust. Um, so for me, I'm more of a person that I'm going to give you trust at the beginning a hundred percent. I know some people say trust is earned. Trust is something that, you know, you got to work for, but I feel like at the beginning, you know, and we're coming into this, obviously we shouldn't be lying to each other, but if you haven't given me any reason to think that you're lying or think that you're being dishonest in any kind of way, then I'm going to treat you as such until you give me reason to not feel that way. And if you never give me reason to not feel that way, then I'm always going to trust you. You know, I think trust is most important and trust can be seen in a lot of ways. So trust to me could be obviously how honest you are and telling the truth, but also could be, you know, when you tell somebody, Hey, you know, when you do this, it bothers me or like, this is my deal breaker. Um, and then they continue to do things or they do things that's your against your deal breaker. I personally think that that's, those are things that break trust. The biggest thing, obviously, for most people that break trust is if somebody cheat or something like that. But I just think nowadays, though, like, yeah, people cheat. But I think it for me, it goes farther beyond, you know, whether or not you cheat or not or something like that. Like for me, trust is, you know, if you're telling me the truth about things when you get deeper into relationships and you decide you want to live together and you want to join, you know, households and things like that, you have to have trust. You have to have trust in regards to money. 
you have to have trust in regards to, you know, them doing what they're supposed to be doing as well as you doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so it's not always about cheating. You know, trust to me is everything. Trusting a person with your heart. You know, when you sit and tell somebody, hey, you know, this makes me unhappy and then they keep fucking doing it. You know, that that to me can really fuck up trust because I feel like if I'm sitting here telling you something or I t- or I tell you, you know, this happened to me in the past and it's really like a mute point for me and then you turn around and do the same shit. Well, for me, that will break trust in the situation for me. So my third thing is communication. Communication is something that as I've gotten older and more mature, I'm definitely a hundred times better. But when I was younger and more immature, I definitely did not have any patience. And I definitely probably uh, was disrespectful a lot in general. Um, just with tone and not taking into consideration, like, you know, uh, how I talk to people. I think that goes back to love languages too, because some people are worse affirmation people who don't want somebody, you know, talking to them crazy. And so, uh, that's an area that I had to work on to improve. It's an area that I think now in my relationships is most important to me because when you don't communicate or you have issues communicating properly, that can definitely cause issues in your relationship. You know, um, some pointers that I can give towards that. I used to be a person that I would write you a whole book through a text message, you know, telling you all this shit. Well, the thing is, is that when you send text messages to people, text messages can be misconstrued. You're trying to figure out tone through a text message. You're trying to understand what the person is saying. And so like, say, for example, you know, I could text somebody, And I'm trying to say something about my feelings, but you know, maybe the way I wrote this text or the way I'm coming off in this text is coming off maybe where I'm being accusatory or, um, you know, being aggressive. And that might not necessarily be the case, but because I sent this in a text message, that's how it's kind of coming off. So that's something that I always want to tell people to consider. Like if it's somebody that you really care about or somebody that, you know, you have respect for pick up the phone or ask them to meet you, meet up with you or whatever and communicate with them. So in a relationship, obviously, you know, you shouldn't be sending your spouse or your person that you're in a relationship with, you know, a text message or y'all shouldn't be arguing through, you know, text messages or social media or something like that. I also hate when I see people arguing back and forth on social media. Now, sometimes I sit and I'm looking at the comments too, and I'm here for, you know, just to sit and look. But in my mind, I'm like, I cannot believe that people put their business like that on social media or blast the other person and stuff like that. I think all of those are part of communication and what can kind of kill a relationship is, you know, the things that you're doing as far as that. Uh, my, how many points am I at now? My fourth point is sex. I think within any relationship, um, you should be having sex. Now, the amount of sex that you're having or what you're having, you know, what kind of sex you're having, I don't really know. That's something that I think that you should have a conversation about. Like a lot of people, for whatever reason, sex is always like this at times. Like for some people, it can be like this taboo thing. And I never understand why that is because um, everybody uh, has sex, but at the same time, everybody has sex differently. So it kind of goes back to what I was saying before, like in your last relationship, they might've wanted to have sex a certain way in your new relationship. They might want to have sex a certain way and everybody wants sex in different ways. And so I think having those conversations early, you know, even before you start having sex in your relationship, having those conversations about, 
what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with, what some things that you want to do or try, some things that you don't want to, that you don't want to do and try. And, you know, that can help you in general from the get go, let you know, like what you feel like you're willing to do and not willing to do. And if that's going to be a deal breaker, then that's things that you need, probably need to talk about. Like I, for one, have a really high sex drive. Like I probably have sex every single day and, you know, that doesn't necessarily always work in my relationship, but you know, um, yeah, that's what it is. And so you, you might have somebody that don't really want to have sex every single day, you know? And, um, and granted, like, you know, it's unrealistic that you're going to have sex every single day, but I'm just saying, but those are things you got to have conversations about because, you know, sex can cause a lot of issues in general. Um, you know, especially if you're not having it, it can cause people to cheat. It can cause people to, um, feel bad about themselves potentially if they feel like their partner doesn't want them. And so it can cause a lot of issues just from that one thing that can trickle down into other stuff. So I think sex to me is one of the big ones. They always say in relationships, it's always sex and money. Those are like the, the two biggest things in relationships. And I kind of think that too, but, um, yeah, so that's something to take in consideration too. I've lost count of what point number I'm at. So my next point is values. Um, I think that when you're young, you don't always talk to people about their values, but you should definitely date somebody that has the same value set as you, because that really plays a part. Like for me, I, I'm very firm and strong into my values. Um, and that goes with everything as far as like, you know, um, how I treat others, how I want to be treated, you know, um, I believe in have in being honest. I believe in having integrity and having good character. And so those are things that I pride myself on. And so I definitely wouldn't want to date somebody that don't really share the same core values as I do, because it's no way that our relationship would ever work if we didn't have the same core values. And I don't think it's any way any relationship will work if you are, you know, just light years apart. So my next one is hobbies. I think it's important for uh, both people to have something going on because if you're like, I'm a goal oriented person and I'm someone that's always just kind of busy doing something. And so for me, it would be a turnoff if my partner was lazy, you know? So I think it's important to have some kind of hobby or something that you're interested in outside of the person that you're dating. Like you can have hobbies together, but you should have your own individual hobby and I think it's good to sometimes still maintain your own level of individuality, even inside of a relationship, you're still an individual as well. And sometimes like in relationships, I feel like people can kind of get lost in relationships where, you know, they're just, you know, all they're consumed with their relationship and that's all they do. But you need to have something else going on. I think it's important for both people to have something else going on. My next point was support. Um, I think that it's important for, uh, when you're in a relationship for both people to support each other, whether it's, um, support the things that your partner is involved in or, you know, support for, you know, say they're having a bad day, like, you know, being the person that they can talk to in regards to that. Now I will say though, when it comes to support, I think that this is also something that sometimes we have to be mindful of because it's a difference between support and just dumping your shit off somebody every single day because, you know, it's not fair to your partner if you're like dumping 
your, you know, bullshit or your, you know, you're having this crazy shit going on every single day. Now, then I think you need to think about what all you got going on. But when it's, you know, simple stuff and things like that, you know, um, or, you know, you have a bad day every now and again and things like that, like, you know, obviously you guys should support each other and having that support. And I think your biggest supporter should be besides your family should be the person that you're in a relationship with. Cause if you're in a relationship with somebody that does, that does not support you, then, um, I think that's problematic. My next point, I think that you should have patience. Um, especially if this is a new relationship that you're still cultivating, even if it's a relationship you've had for a long time, I think that you got to have a level of patience because, uh, Sometimes that person is probably going to get on your nerves somewhere up in there and um, you need to have patience to just kind of, you know, woosaw yourself and get yourself together, um, you know, and be and be kind to the person that you're with. My next point kind of goes back to kind of like support, but I basically said uh, a life of their own. And so what I mean by that is I think it's important for each of you to still have friends, you know, outside of um, your relationship. A lot of times you see people get in a relationship and then they're a couple, then they have couple friends and all that. And that's cool. But I think you also should still have friends. Like I have sorority sisters that I go out with and all that stuff. And then I have my, you know, I have other friends that, you know, I do individual things with. And sometimes I do things together inside of my relationship, but I like sometimes being able to just go hang with my friends and vice versa. Like I never really hang out, um, when they go out with their friends and things like that, because I think that you should have a space where you have your own downtime to hang and chill and cut up with your friends outside of your relationship. Um, I think the biggest thing that people do wrong, they get all in love and they're really into the person and you can be a smotherer. I personally sometimes like to have, you know, um, I guess what's the word I like to say? Like sometimes I like to just have space in general. And so my space could look like me going into my office and reading a book or me going to go play a video game or, you know, me going to go listen to a podcast, like something that I can do by myself for myself. And I think that's important to have that because you can't always just be right in each other's face all day, every day. I just think that's unhealthy. Even if you live together, I just think that's unhealthy. Like you need to have your own level of individuality some kind of way. Uh, my next pointer is religion. I think this is actually something that a lot of people don't actually discuss until later in their relationships. And I don't get why you don't discuss that at the beginning, because I like to call myself, um, probably a loose Christian. I'm Christian, but you know, I'm not like one of those like holy roller. I'm going to throw the Bible at you. You know, I'm going to say some cuss words and do all that stuff, but I try to live as, you know, godly as possible if I, as much as I can, you know, but I do believe in a higher being. And so I don't think I can date somebody that didn't. I think that would be, um, that would be a disconnect for me. Like you got to have some kind of relationship with God somewhere up in there, you know? And so for me off the gate, that would be a deal breaker for me. If like you didn't have some kind of religious beliefs. Um, I feel like I've never came across where I ever met somebody that was a different religion, but I feel like I would be fine with if somebody was a different religion, as long as you have some kind of religion. And also I would never change my religion for you. 
So that's another conversation. So a lot of times I feel like people never talk about religion from the get go. I think that's some of your first conversations to have because you don't want later it to be a problem and you've spent all these, all these maybe years with a person and now you want to get married and now, you know, you don't want to change your beliefs and they don't want to change their beliefs. So I think that's important. And so lastly, um, I think the most important thing in a relationship that pretty much backs up every point that I pretty much have made is that, um, you should have respect for your partner. I think that when you respect the person that you with, it's going to stop you from doing a lot of things like respect in general. You know, if you respect the person that you with, you're not going to cheat on them. You're not going to go out here in the world and embarrass them. You're not going to, you know, sit and talk to them mean or talk to or talk down to them and treat them like shit. It's a lot of stuff that you're not going to do because you have respect for the person. And so that's something, you know, even for me, like, you know, I clearly have respect, but I think when I was younger, if like in my early twenties, you know, in teens, I probably didn't have the most respect all the time, nor did I always care about, um, other people's feelings. And so for me, that's probably my most important thing in a relationship. Um, is just having respect because I think that those are basic foundations. And if you have that, then that will help in every other area in your relationship is respect. So that's what I have. And that's, that's Mika's top things that she thinks she need in a relationship. And I think if you have these basic things, I think you'll be okay. And it could be some things that you might grow into and you might actually cultivate other things that you find to be important in your relationships. So that's all I have this week for my thought of the week. I hope you guys enjoyed it, but I also want to let you know that, um, I usually post on Instagram the day that my episode goes up. I won't post this week on Monday because I won't be here, but um, the episode will go up on Monday. And you can always find me on Instagram at at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at at IJMT podcast. And I thank you so much for listening this week. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.